on today's episode, we're going to talk about four hard choices that people get to make during hard times and why those choices are so important to the outcome of the hard time that you're going through. I'm also going to share with you a story from my childhood, from when my family lived in Argentina when I was a young girl. And I'm also going to share with you a piece of my proclamation that I say to myself daily and talk about how it can apply to you too. So stay tuned. Welcome to Stories of Hope in Hard Times, the show that explores how people endure and even thrive in difficult times, all with God's help. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Join me on a journey to find inspiring stories of hope and wisdom learned in life's hardest moments. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Tamara's Takeaways. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson, and we are here to talk about the great episode that we had last week with Jeff Steinberg. Now, Jeff was born with no arms and gimpy legs, as he calls them, and yet he was one of the funniest people I think I have ever interviewed on my podcast. He had such an amazingly optimistic outlook on life. It just amazed me. It really, really did. And he was so fun to talk to. And so it naturally begs the question, if Jeff can be happy having no arms and gimpy legs and live life to its fullest, and even for heaven's sakes, be an Uber driver, how can each of us, with whatever circumstance we're in, follow that same path. So today we're going to talk about four choices that Jeff mentioned that we have to make during tough times. Now there's a couple of quotes I want to share with you from Jeff. The first one is, God makes no mistakes and God makes no junk. God has a design that's bigger and better and that we have value and goes beyond appearances. So the first thing that Jeff teaches us is you have to understand who you are. You have to understand your worth, that God knows you and that he isn't going to make any junk, which means you have value as his child. And our value goes deeper than what we have, what we see on the outside. I found a really great quote. by a man named Dieter Uchtdorf, and he said this, you are not ordinary, rejected, or ugly. You are something divine, more beautiful and glorious than you can possibly imagine. This knowledge changes everything. It changes your present, it can change your future, and it can change the world. And we saw that in Jeff's life. He did not let his circumstance define who he was. In fact, he talks about that specifically. He says, I'm identified as the guy who has no arms, has gimpy legs, but he sings. But that doesn't define me. But given the opportunity, my circumstance or my story can refine me. It can make me better not bitter. 
And you'll notice that there's a choice there that he made. Because we each have that choice. We can make our circumstance or we can choose to have our circumstances make us better or bitter. And there are days we might feel bitter and there are days we might feel better. It just depends on the day. And so remind yourself that you can actually make that choice. I'm going to take you back to a time in my life when I was a young girl and my circumstance was not perhaps ideal. Our family moved to Argentina when I was eight years old and it was quite a challenge because I had to learn to speak a different language. I had to go to school where there were kids who spoke Spanish and their English was passable, but my sister and I stood out like sore thumbs. I mean, we, we were American. We, and we just did not fit in because we could not speak their language. And so every day at recess, they would, the kids would gather around us and stare at us like we were some oddity. Now, that was hard. <laughs> it was very, very hard. But the great thing about being a kid when we moved there is that we were able to pick up on the language quite quickly. And uh, we learned to speak Spanish fluently and with a Spanish accent. In fact, to this day, if I start speaking Spanish, people will look at me and say, where are you from? And I'll say, I'm from America. And they're like, no, 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 no. Where's your accent from? <laughs> because I learned it as a child. And so um, anyway, so we were quite fluent. And then the following year, the Argentine government declared war on the British over the Falkland Islands. Now, you may or may not know where the Falkland Islands are, but they are these two islands off the eastern coast of Argentina, which in Argentina's mind means that they are theirs. Only they have been in Britain's power for a very, very long time. So because of some circumstances that were happening at the time and to kind of take people's minds off what the Argentine government was doing or perhaps wasn't doing, um, they, they started this war with the British. And of course, the United States sided with Great Britain. And that meant that all of my cute new little Argentine friends now saw me as the enemy because the United States sided with Great Britain, because of course, Tamara Klein at that time had total control over what America did, right? No, I was just the only American they knew, and they didn't know how else to take out their frustrations except to uh, pick on me. And so I began to be bullied at recess, and my feet were stomped on and called bad names, and it was just... Um, it wasn't my favorite time of life. I will just say it that way. There was one girl who was particularly vicious in her attacks. Her name was Lucia. And if I could think of any one person who was the perpetrator, it was her. And I remember my birthday was coming up. 
and my mom wanted to have a birthday party with me and my friends. The only thing was, is my mom asked me, are you going to invite all the children in your class? And I thought about it for a while. Do I even want to invite Lucia? And I finally decided that, yes, I did want to invite Lucia to my birthday party, even though it was hard. And believe it or not, she came. She came to my birthday party. And there's a beautiful saying in the New Testament that talks about turning the other cheek. Now, while this is something Jesus taught, it is not always easy to do. And this was the case with Lucia. I decided that even though she had treated me with unkindness, that I would turn the other cheek and show her kindness in return. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little choked up about this. But believe it or not, she stopped treating me unkindly after that. And she became a friend. Now, we weren't bosom buddies or anything like that, but she stopped stomping on my feet and calling me names and all of that. And so sometimes, guys, doing the right thing is the hard thing to do. Jeff was in a similar situation. He was treated unkindly. He, he, he didn't even live with his own family. But he had others who found him and loved him. And we are going to have circumstances where we're going to need to choose to become better or bitter. And I will tell you that looking back now at that childhood memory, I am happy I chose to make it better because now I'm not bitter about it. I can look back at Lucia and think, I love her. I really do. I can look at it from the eyes of an adult now and say, you know what? <laughs> this is kids just acting out their frustrations of what they're seeing happening in their country. Um, and I realize that. But as a child, it was hurtful. And, and I could carry that around and be a very, very bitter person today. Or I could let it go and move forward. And so choose to not be bitter. The next lesson that I'd love to point out from Jeff is all throughout Jeff's talk, he talked about us being a masterpiece in progress. A masterpiece being a painting that you see on a gallery wall. In fact, when I asked Jeff if he had any final thoughts at the very, very end of the podcast, this is exactly what he told me. He said, you are a masterpiece in progress. And he, meaning God, wants to put us on the gallery wall and showcase us to the ages. Let God change your life because sometimes you and I are the only picture of God others get to see. Isn't that beautiful? I want you to think of your life as being a masterpiece. 
Right now, God may be painting the sky of this masterpiece, little dabs of blue, different shades, maybe some clouds, maybe some stormy clouds in your life, but he's painting this masterpiece. He's allowing circumstances and events to come into your life where you get to choose how you react. And those choices are hard. And we learn from them. There was a time in my life when I could not even fathom the masterpiece God was trying to make because I was so overwhelmed and so worn out and so tired. I wasn't taking care of myself physically. I was not taking care of myself emotionally, spiritually, even though I was trying to put nourishment into my soul, it just wasn't enough. And I felt, what's the word, completely exhausted. And when you're at that point in life, it is hard to contemplate that God has some grand masterpiece he's trying to make out of you because all you can see is the doldrums that you're sitting in right then. You can only see the challenges and the exhaustion and how you aren't strong enough to bear the burden that has been placed upon your shoulder. And that's a hard place to be. It's a hard place to live. It's, it's hard to imagine the future. People often say stuff like, well, hang in there. And you're like, holy cow, I don't know if I can. But I don't know what I can change. You know, you feel very stuck. You feel very paralyzed. So my daily prayers to God at that point in my life were, help me make it through the next five minutes. Because I honestly couldn't imagine farther than that. It's called being in survival mode is what it really is called. And even though I was doing my best to take care of myself, that's where I felt I was. And it's hard to feel hopeless. It really is. It's hard to not be able to look at the future and have hope. And when you're in a spot like that, if you can't hope for a better future, or you can't imagine a better future, summon half an ounce of hope in God to get you through the next minute or the next five minutes. And that is a good place to start because half an ounce of hope is better than no hope at all. I could not see the masterpiece God was painting that 15 years later, Tamara, because of this incident, you're going to start a podcast. I couldn't have seen that. I couldn't have seen that masterpiece. I couldn't have imagined that, but God did. He knew that because I was hitting rock bottom, the only person I could really cling to and depend on was him. 
And the great news is God is strong enough when we finally humble ourselves before him and quit fighting him, (laughs) which I did, and which Jeff actually talks about in his podcast. He gave this bit of advice. He said, stop looking in the mirror, telling God what's wrong. (laughs) He knows. Oh, believe me. He knows. He knows because we tell him. He knows because he can hear us talking. He knows because we're complaining and we can't take it anymore. And sometimes if you're like me, you need to be humble just a little bit because you think you can control every part of your life. Yes, I admit I've been a bit of a control freak in my life. Maybe you can understand that. Um, Maybe moving around as a child made me want to control my circumstance so that I could um, control (laughs) what was going on around me or have the semblance of that. But one thing I've noticed as I've interviewed people for the past year is that we all seem to hit some point in life where we do hit rock bottom, where we, where circumstances are completely out of our control, completely. We can't control it. Maybe it's a diagnosis like cancer. Maybe it's the health of your spouse or your child or the choices of another person that have brought you to this point. And whatever the circumstance is, you will hit this rock bottom point. And there's a choice that happens at that point. We tip again, better or bitter. We tip towards God or away from God. And we choose to either surrender to him or we just fight him. I'll admit I did a bit of both. I fought for a really, really long time because I thought I knew what was best best because I didn't want what was happening. I didn't want my sons to be diagnosed with autism one after the other. That was not the life I wanted and I fought against it really hard. And finally, I submitted. Okay, God, obviously fighting isn't working. (laughs) Maybe if I stop complaining and stop looking in the mirror and telling God what's wrong and place an ounce of trust in him, he'll help me figure it out. And maybe that ounce of trust was given five minutes at a time. Because I knew I wasn't strong enough five minutes at a time. I was too worn out, too exhausted. I couldn't go on for another five minutes on my own strength. It was too exhausting to keep trying. So I needed somebody stronger than myself. And the only place I knew to turn was God, the very person who I was mad at. But he helped me, just like any loving father helps a tantruming two-year-old, because he loves me. 
And I'm thankful that he did because I could not have gotten through that decade of hard times without him. I couldn't have done it. And Jeff also was that way. He trusted God. He came to realize, and he shared his favorite verse in Psalms chapter 139, verse 14. He realized he was fearfully and wonderfully made. Not perfect, but God knew he was the way he was for a reason, and he helped Jeff use it for his advantage. I love that Jeff also said, God uses the least likely person to accomplish the most extraordinary things in the most unusual ways, close quote. Isn't that great? He basically talks about being an instrument in God's hand, and that is actually how I view myself. In fact, I thought I would share with you a paragraph I recently finished for my morning affirmation that I say every single morning now. And I'd like to share that with you today because I think we can all be instruments in God's hands. This is at the very end of my proclamation or affirmation, which I say every morning. It says, I am committed to my mission and living every day as an instrument in God's hands because I know I am just as worthy, deserving, and capable of creating miracles and achieving everything I want as any other person on earth. With God's help, nothing is impossible. Isn't that great? So the point is we have to figure out who God wants us to be and align ourselves with that. And sometimes that takes some trial and error. It takes some skidding on our knees and sliding through the dirt over mounds of rocks. And that's how we feel. (laughs) At some points in our lives, kind of bruised, broken, and bleeding. And God can take that bruised, broken, and bleeding person and make them a masterpiece. And so in conclusion, I would love to leave you with this thought, which Jeff shared. He said this, everyone has a moment in their lives when they exceed their own limits and achieve what seems to be impossible. This is usually when we realize, quote, we all make a difference and we all have an impact in somebody's life, period. Now, you and I, we reach different people. Our sphere of influence is different and unique. And God can use each of us to touch different people's lives. Maybe someone in your sphere of influence is bruised, broken, and bleeding right now. Maybe they are drained and don't have the strength to go on. And maybe, just maybe, you can be an instrument in God's hand. Help lift and buoy and help that very friend or family member. And so I invite you today to spend five minutes in meditation 
or prayer or whatever you want to call it. Talking to God about your situation or the situation of those around you and asking how you can make a difference. Because honestly, when we make those meaningful impacts on other people's lives, it is not because we are great. It is because God is using us. I think Jeff described it as a glove. We are the glove and his hand is in us. And he is using us to help and impact and reach and touch others. And so I invite you to do that. Spend five minutes today talking to him. Maybe you're, you're at a point where you need to submit. Say, God, I got to give this to you because it's too big for me. But spend those five minutes either talking to him about your own situation or asking how you can help those around you. And God will use you. He's pretty great that way. It shows how much he believes in us and how much he believes in the masterpiece that he is painting. And so if nothing else, know God cares about you enough to make this masterpiece beautiful and refined and better. He's going to cover those bitter parts of paint up with bright colors. And someday you will stand back as you walk through this gallery with God and see your masterpiece, masterpiece of your life, of who you have become because of your challenges. And it will all make sense and it will all be made right. So remember when you face these hard choices to choose to remember your worth Choose better, not bitter. Choose to hope that God is painting a masterpiece with your life. And choose to then be an instrument in God's hand to bless others. Cling to that hope that it does and will get better if you're in a bad place. And build on the rock if you have hit rock bottom. Have a blessed day. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. I know that there are many of you out there that are going through a hard time, and I hope you found things that have been useful today as you listen to the podcast. If you would like to access the show notes from today's podcast, visit my website. It is storiesofhopepodcast.com. That is where you'll find favorite quotes from today's episode and shareable memes. And those are fun because you can share them with your friends on social media. You will also find the links mentioned throughout today's episode so you don't have to remember what those were. And also all the tips that were shared. Sometimes tips are shared so much throughout an episode you forget. What were those great things? So go to the show notes, storiesofhopepodcast.com to look up these fantastic resources. You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this with them. Maybe there was a story shared or a tip that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this episode with them. 
May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ and he will help bear that burden. Above all else, remember God loves you.